0: This is Canto Third of *Harold the Dauntless* by Sir Walter Scott. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Nathan at antipodeanwriter.wordpress.com. Gray towers of Durham, there was once a time I viewed your battlements with such vague hope, as brighton's life in its first dawning prime. Not that even then came within fancy's scope a vision vain of mitre throne or cope, yet gazing on the venerable hall, her flattering dreams would in perspective ope some reverend room, some prebendary's store, and thus hope me deceived as she deceiveth all well yet I love thy mixed and massive piles half church of god half castle gainst the scot and long to roam these venerable isles with records stored of deeds long since forgot there might i share my certes happier lot who leaves at will his patrimonial field to ransack every crypt and hallowed spot and from oblivion rend the spoils they yield restoring priestly chant and clang of knightly shield vain is the wish since other cares demand each vacant hour and in another clime but still that northern harp invites my hand which tells the wonder of thine earlier time and fain its numbers would i now command to paint the beauties of that dawning fair when harold gazing from its lofty stand upon the western heights of bow saw saxon yadmer's towers begirt by winding ware fair on the half-seen streams the sunbeams danced betraying it beneath the woodland bank and fair between the gothic turrets glanced broad lights and shadows fell on front and flank where tower and buttress rose in martial rank and girdled in the massive dungeon keep and from their circuit pealed over bush and bank the matin bell with summons long and deep and echo answered still with long resounding sweep the morning mists rose from the ground each merry bird awakened round as if in revelry afar the bugle's clanging sound called to the chase the lagging the gale breathed soft and free, and seemed to linger on its way to catch fresh odours from the spray, and waved it in its wanton play so light and gamesomely. The scenes which morning beams reveal, its sounds to hear, its gales to feel, in all their fragrance round him steal, it melted Harold's heart of steel, and hardly wotting why. He doffed his helmet's gloomy pride and hung it on a tree beside. Laid mace and falchion by, and on the greensward sate him down. And from his dark habitual frown, relaxed his rugged brow. Whoever hath the doubtful task from that stern dame a boon to ask, were wise to ask it now. His place beside young Gunnar took and marked his master's softening look and in his eyes dark mirror spied the gloom of stormy thoughts subside and cautious watched the fittest tide to speak a warning word so when the torrent's billows shrink the timid pilgrim on the brink waits long to see them wave and sink ere he dare brave afford and often after doubtful pause his step advances or withdraws fearful to move the slumbering ire of his stern lord thus stood the squire till harold raised his eye that glanced as when athwart the shroud of the dispersing tempest cloud the bursting sunbeams fly arouse thee son of ermengarde offspring of prophetess and bard take harp and greet this lovely prime with some high strain of runic rhyme strong deep and powerful peal it round like that loud bell's sonorous sound yet wild by fits as when the lay of bird and bugle hail the day such was my grandsire eric's sport when dawn gleamed on his martial court hamar the scald with harps high sound summoned the chiefs who slept around couched on the spoils of wolf and bear they roused like lions from their lair then rushed in emulation forth to enhance the glories of the north proud eric mightiest of thy race where is thy shadowy resting-place in wild valhalla hast thou quaffed from foeman's skull methiglin draught or wanderest where thy khan was piled to frown over oceans wide and wild, or have the milder Christians given thy refuge in their peaceful heaven, wherever thou art, to thee are known our toils endured, our trophies won, our wars, our wanderings, and our woes. He ceased, and gunner's song arose. Hawk and osprey screamed for joy over the beetling cliffs of Hoy. Crimson foam the beach overspread, the heath was dyed with darker red. When over Eric ingwa's son, Dane and Northmen piled the stone, singing wild the war song stern, Rest thee, dweller of the Kern. Where eddying currents form and boil by Bursa's berg and Grimsay's isle, the seaman sees a martial form half mingled with the mist and storm in anxious awe he bears away to moor his bark in stromner's bay and murmurs from the bounding stern rest thee dweller of the kern what cares disturb the mighty dead each honoured rite was duly paid no daring hand thy helm unlaced thy sword thy shield were near thee placed thy flinty couch no tear profaned without with hostile blood was stained within twas lined with moss and fern then rest thee dweller of the kern he may not rest from realms afar comes voice of battle and of war of conquest wrought with bloody hand on carmel's cliffs and jordan's strand when odin's warlike son could daunt the turbaned race of termagaunt peace said the knight noble scald our warlike father's deeds recalled but never strove to soothe the son with tales of what himself had done at odin's board the bard sits high whose harp never stooped to flattery but highest he whose daring lay hath dared unwelcome truths to say with doubtful smile young gunnar eyed his master's looks and nought replied but well that smile his master led to construe what he left unsaid is it to me thou timid youth thou fearest to speak unwelcome truth my soul no more thy censure grieves than frosts rob laurels of their leaves say on and yet beware the rude and wild distemper of my blood loath were i that mine ire should wrong the youth that bore my shield so long and who in service constant still though weak in frame art strong in will oh quoth the page even there depends my counsel there my warning tends oft seems as of my master's breast some demon were the sudden guest then at the first misconstrued word his hand is on the mace and sword from her firm seat his wisdom driven his life to countless dangers given oh would that Gunnar could suffice to be the fiend's last sacrifice so that when glutted with my gore he fled and tempted thee no more then waved his hand and shook his head the impatient dame while thus he said profane not youth it is not thine to judge the spirit of our line the bold berserker's rage divine through whose inspiring deeds are wrought past human strength and human thought when full upon his gloomy soul the champion feels the influence roll he swims the lake he leaps the wall heeds not the depth nor plums the fall unshielded mailless, on he goes singly against a host of foes their spears he holds like withered reeds their mail like maiden's silken weeds one gainst a hundred will he strive take countless wounds and yet survive then rush the eagles to his cry of slaughter and of victory and blood he quaffs like odin's bowl deep drinks his sword deep drinks his soul and all that meet him in his ire he gives to ruin rout and fire then like gorged lion seeks some den and couches till he's man again thou knowest the signs of look and limb when gin's that rage to overbrim thou knowest when i am moved and why and when thou seest me roll mine eye set my teeth thus and stamp my foot regard thy safety and be mute but else speak boldly out whate'er is fitting that a knight should hear i love thee youth thou lay has power upon my dark and sullen hour so christian monks are wont to say demons of old were charmed away then fear not i will rashly deem ill of thy speech whatever the theme as down some strait in doubt and dread the watchful pilot drops the lead and cautious in the midst to steer the shoaling channel sounds with fear so lest on dangerous ground he swerved the page his master's brow observed pausing at intervals to fling his hand on the melodious string and to his moody breast apply the soothing charm of harmony while hinted half and half expressed this warning song conveyed the rest Ill fares the bark with tackle riven, and ill when on the breakers driven. Ill when the storm sprite shrieks in air, and the scared mermaid tears her hair. But worse when on her helm the hand of some false traitor holds command. Ill fares the fainting Palmer placed mid Hebron's rocks or Rana's waste. Ill when the scorching sun is high and the expected font is dry. Worse when his guide o'er sand and heath the barbarous copt has planned his death ill fares the knight with buckler cleft and ill when of his helm bereft ill when his steed to earth is flung or from his grasp his falchion rung but worse if instant ruin token when he lists reed by woman spoken how now fond boy canst thou think ill said harold of fair meta she may be fair the page replied as through the strings he ranged she may be fair but yet he cried and then the strain he changed she may be fair he sang but yet far fairer have i seen than she for all her locks of jet and eyes so dark and sheen were i a danish knight in arms as one day i may be my heart should own no foreign charms a danish maid for me i love my father's northern land where the dark pine trees grow and the bold baltic's echoing strand looks over each grassy o. I love to mark the lingering sun from denmark loath to go and leaving on the billows bright to cheer the short-lived summer night a path of ruddy glow but most the northern maid i love with breast like denmark's snow and form as fair as denmark's pine who loves with purple heath to twine her locks of sunny glow and sweetly blend that shade of gold with the cheek's rosy hue and faith might for her mirror hold that eye of matchless blue tis hers the manly sports to love that southern maiden's fear to bend the bow by stream and grove and lift the hunter's spear she can her chosen champion's flight with eye undazzled see clasp him victorious from the strife or on his corpse yield up her life a danish maid for me then smiled the dame thou canst so well the virtues of our maidens tell half could i wish my choice had been blue eyes and hair of golden sheen and lofty soul yet what of ill hast thou to charge on metalil nothing on her young gunner said but her base sires ignoble trade her mother too the general fame hath given to jutta evil name and in her gray eye is a flame art cannot hide nor fear can tame that sordid woodman's peasant cot twice have thine honoured footsteps sought and twice returned with such ill reed as sent thee on some desperate deed thou errest jutta wisely said. he that comes suitor to a maid ere linked in marriage should provide lands and a dwelling for his bride my father's by the tyne and where i have reclaimed oh all too dear and all too dangerous the prize even were it won young gunnar cries and then this jutter's fresh device that thou shouldest seek a heathen Dane from durham's priests a boon to gain when thou hast left their vassals slain in their own halls flashed harold's eye thundered his voice false page you lie the castle hall and tower is mine built by old witikund on tyne the wild cat will defend his den fights for her nest the timid wren, and thinkest thou I'll forgo my right, for dread of monk or monkish knight? Up and away, that deepening bell doth of the bishop's conclave tell. Thither will I, in manner due, as jutter bade, my claim to sue, and if to write me they are loth, then woe to church and chapter both. Now shift the scene and let the curtain fall. And our next entry be Saint Cuthbert's Hall. End of Canto Third. Recorded by Nathan at Antipodean Writer.